Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John Cobell podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, John Cobell show on demand on the iHeart app. You could listen to what you what you missed, and we had uh, we had much this afternoon. Uh what I want you to do, uh, among other things, is listen to our 230 segment. So that would be in the middle of the second hour of the podcast to Chris Legras. He's with Keep LA Moving. There is a referendum on the ballot in la city it's called measure hla you have to vote no on that it's the bike fanatics it's the control freaks they would turn all the major roads into la into a massive road diet like all the roads would be shrunk they'll take away lanes and replace them with curbing and bike lanes anything but lanes for automobiles it's part of the long-term plan to force us out of our cars, no matter what. It's, 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 they, these are fanatics. These are crazy people. Chris Legras explains it all. So you listen to that. Uh, you can, watch it, on, you can oh, watch it on Instagram. That's too. right. It's on Instagram too. We Instagram lived it. So you could watch it on Instagram at any time. 
All right, now let's get to uh, John Lewin, the deputy DA. You, uh, If you were with us right before the news, you heard a seven-minute piece we played from CBS profiling George Gascon and uh, the state that he's in campaigning for re-election, the opposition. And uh, he cries in this over the uh, two El Monte cops who got killed by a guy that he let out of prison. Uh, let's get John Lewin on. He's a deputy DA, and he's been very vocal against uh, against Gascon since the beginning. John, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, John, got to let you know I'm speaking on behalf of myself. I do not represent the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office uh, during this call. I have to do that because... Uh, you know, George Gascon is not a big fan of mine and is looking for anything he can find. So, uh, by the way, I hope before you played that seven minute interview, I hope you had a public service announcement telling people that if they had eaten in the last 12 hours, they should not watch that video. Did yeah. you do that? I, I hope I, I felt my lunch coming up when he was crying over the dead cops that he's responsible for killing. That was a little much. John, here's what's incredible. His quote was. Anytime that somebody dies, it is very emotional. He doesn't even say their names. By the way, George, it was Joseph Santana and Michael Paredes. They were police officers serving all of us, protecting all of us. And he couldn't even, didn't even know their names. And then gave a very generic statement. And, and by the way, he also said during that interview that they didn't have a documented history of violence when he was sentenced. Well, he was sentenced, if you recall, he had a burglary case, a strike that George Gascon ordered dismissed. And then he had a firearms case. He's a gang member with a documented history of domestic violence, and he's arrested with a gun in 2020. Uh, he had been given probation on his prior residential uh, on that case, and he had the prior burglary strike. Okay, so, okay let me just stop you a second. Gascon just lies constantly, publicly. And this is where I fought George, CBS. Uh, uh, CBS John, only News when his should... lips are moving. Yes, only yeah. when his lips are moving. No, but is, this is, is where, this is what I hate about the media. CBS, as soon as he said that, should have inserted what you just said and gone through the guy's entire record and repeated it back to Gascon. Well, they, they don't have any interest in doing that because let's face it, uh, and I think what's even scarier is at the end of that piece, at the end of that discussion of those two brave police officers, George said, hey, knowing what he knows now, would he do it again? That's a real simple answer, which should be, of course not. And he says, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, then he goes on to say that, um, that soft on crime, he's accused that because he's seeking 20 years instead of 100. That's an outright lie. Remember, when George Gascon took office on December 7, 2020, he ended up enacting a bunch of directives, some of which were written by the father of Jeff Chemerinsky, who's now running as Gascon 2.0 or Gascon Light, whatever that is. And 2008 basically says his policy if the charged offense is probation eligible, probation shall be the presumptive, uh, presumptive offer. So in essence, he is requiring us to give probation to just about everybody. And I think another example that gets forgotten and really combines all of the Gascon uh, horrific policies in one is the 16-year-old juvenile, if you remember, who ended up deliberately running over the woman pushing the baby stroller in Venice in 2021. If you remember, yes. Gascon, Gascon lied and said that the juvenile was charged with a maximum offense. 
But in actuality, he wasn't charged with attempted murder. He wasn't even charged with assault with a deadly weapon. Both of those would have been strikes. Under his policy, he had to be charged with assault with force likely, not even using the deadly weapon, the automobile, because that's a strike. And then what did he get for that? Well, he wasn't sent to adult court, which he should have been. He was instead tried as a juvenile and given five months probation and diversion. So as the victim in that case said, George doesn't value my life or the life of my child or any other victim out there. No, And, it, and he and would it, rather reward monsters like this suspect by demonstrating that their actions have no consequences. That's who this man is. Yeah, and nobody gets into the detail of that. A real profile would have gotten into a case like that because he lies about it. He, he, well, the, the, and, and, and he the, just flat out lies, and nobody ever challenges him in the media. Well, the synopsis for, for George Gascon, his policies can be summed up very simple. It's catch and release. Everybody is given probation. And when he ends up having, for instance, mental health diversion, which he promoted, supports, et cetera, or Prop 47 issues, or Prop 57 issues, he comes back and says, well, that's the law, and then conveniently forgets to tell people, well, he wrote it, or at least uh, his uh, <laughs> his uh, assistants wrote it. I don't know that he knows enough law to write anything. But he, he is he, listed as the co-writer of Prop 47. Well, he, listen, his, his name's on it. With what George Gascon knows about the law, I, I don't know that he could write anything other than the numbers 47. But okay, <laughs> uh, he, he's, he certainly signed it. By the way, let's talk about who he put as, as his second in command. You got a woman, Tiffany Blacknell, who is literally saying the police are trained to kill us. And whether, when he was asked whether he believes that during that interview, he didn't condemn her. He said, quote, she spoke out of emotional anger. Can you imagine if somebody had said anything similar like that about a group like Black Lives Matter? Uh, or about the People's City Council, the anti-Semitic group who, support George, who supports George Gascon, who, who he's also failed to repudiate. So this is probably why the man has 15% support and can't raise any money. And if you remember, his scribe, uh, James Queeley at the L.A. Times, his personal stenographer, wrote very, re <laughs> wrote very recently, if you recall, that, uh, that in essence, uh, George Gascon is biding time. In not raising money. I guess George sat down and said, you know what, I'd like to raise a bunch of money, but no, I'm going to just wait until after the primary, and then I'll just roll it in then. So that's what we're faced with, and, and I just hope that we are able to get this man out, John, because if we don't, we're not going to recover from another four years of this guy. No. The county won't handle it. The criminal justice system won't handle it. And, and I think what's important for your listeners to also know, we've got a lot of good people that are running uh, for district attorney. I can tell you the choice of the members of the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office is not Eric Sadal, who was endorsed by a seven-member board. When we had a plebiscite, an election where everybody in the office, all DAs were allowed to anonymously vote in a very sophisticated uh, uh, voting system, one run by a company, with that's all they do. John McKinney got two thirds of those votes. Yeah, he and here's did. what's interesting. Yeah, we talked about uh, that. We had 355 people vote. McKinney got 67%. Uh, Eric Sadal got 54 votes. John Hatami got eight votes. I'm not running, and I only got eight votes less than Hatami. 
So, by the way, George Gascon managed to get six votes of those 355 who voted. So uh, I didn't realize we sent uh, ballots to his wife and mother. But uh, I guess I guess somehow uh, that must have slipped through. All right, John, thanks very much for coming on. Just one more quick question. Do you, sure. Do you think as a whole the public gets it? Well, this is what I would say, John. George Gascon came in. He, he's the luckiest politician alive. He floated in on George Floyd, barely, and he sold people a bill of goods. But if you look at it, people felt good about voting for his soft on crime policies, thinking that somehow it was going to help communities of color. And the biggest con game he's played are on those communities. And everybody else is now realizing not only are they not safe, but the people in the wealthier areas, the people in the West side who all voted for him are realizing, oh, my God, my kid can't play in our driveway because, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, homeless guy is living in the corner of the driveway in his tent and wants to babysit my little girl. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's an absolute mess. And I hope the voters get it. If they don't, in the end, you're responsible at a certain point in time. You're responsible for the people that you elect. So I hope they're going to get it because this is a second chance. They will not get a third chance to save this county. He gets reelected. Chemerinsky gets elected. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. No on Gascon. No on Chemerinsky. He's uh, exactly like Gascon. And uh, thank you for coming on, John. We'll talk again thank soon. Thank you. Anytime. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, we've got, the, Ru the Russians want to send nuclear missiles up into space and point them at us. I'm not making this up. That was in today's news. And I'm also going to give you uh, details on where you could sign the petition to get uh, Prop 47 massively rewritten. we got a lot of work to do here. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. To an update out of Missouri, we are talking about that fatal shooting at the Super Bowl at victory the party. The situation continues to have updates. Things will continue to change throughout the night. That's why we are here to give you an update right now. The chief, uh, both chiefs, will be giving more information both on the numbers of victims, the status of victims. The chief of police will give more updates on the investigation. A few things to note that we talked about earlier. Uh, in terms of who was in danger, what existed, uh, it is my view, as someone who did have to run at the sound of shooting, that there were a number of people who were, in the very least, caught up in the incident in some way. Myself, my wife, lots of families, players, chief staff and others, their spouses, their families, a number of people who were in or near Union Station. So many people have been touched by this incident and we recognize that. We also pray not only for the victims, including the decedent that was discussed earlier and their family, but also the victims of the shootings right now who we hope are recovering inside our hospitals. We'll continue to give you updated information. At this point, we've talked to our federal partners. We have also talked to the Kansas City Chiefs. We will be talking to the National Football League and others. More so just to hear that all are safe. We were with those institutions, and we continue to hope that all of those who were impacted are safe. To the extent you have information 
about suspects or others, we do encourage you to call the police. Uh, however, if for whatever other reasons you have information about the incident, we, built, we will be looking to share that through different methods. So if you have information about the incident, suspects and others, please call the police. If you're looking for other information, we'll try to continue to give you regular updates. I'll say this final thing and then we'll come back for questions at the end. Uh, today was tragic for everyone who was part of it. I had the chance to talk to my wife just a moment ago, who said we became part of a statistic of too many Americans, those who have experienced or been part of or connected to a mass shooting. That is something that I hope we all recognize is highly problematic for all of us. I continue to commend our police officers, our firefighters and others who were there to respond instantly. But we also need to figure out a way to make sure that things like this stop happening in our country. With that, I turn it over to the chief of police, Stacey Graves. Thank you. I just want to echo um, the mayor's thoughts and his prayers and also to um, acknowledge that not only the, the victims who were actually hit by gunfire, but there are a lot more people who are going to be forever impacted by, by what happened here today. Um, you know, as, as people were running, you know, a lot of us law enforcement who were, who were running towards the danger um, also guided those who were in, um, in fear of their lives. And that's something to be said of, of how impactful today's event truly was. Um, again, we have confirmed there is uh, one deceased person. Our gunshot wound total has went up to 22 and Chief Grendison will provide a little bit more context to that. Um, right okay, now, we're going to fade out of that right now. There's no new information so far in the first five minutes of that uh, press conference. Can it's from Kansas City. It's the shooting at the Super Bowl party. Uh, today, the parade. Uh, let's give away some money here. Thousand now, bucks. your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Bonus. That's bonus, B-O-N-U-S. Enter it now at kfiam640.com slash cash. Bonus. Bonus is the word. Enter it at kfiam640.com. You'll be notified by email if you win. And you can listen from 920 in the morning to 520 in the morning. Every hour, there's a new keyword. Next chance to win next hour with Conway at 420 here on KFI. Uh, this is a real story that broke early this afternoon. It, it broke uh, like one step at a time. At first, it was uh, one Republican named Mike Turner. He's the House Intelligence Committee chairman. And he said that there was information that he was aware of concerning a serious national security threat. And he was telling members of Congress, but he wanted Biden to declassify some of this information. And then for a little while, uh, there was no follow-up. And then Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, came out and said, well, there, there's, no reason, there's no reason to be afraid, which, of course... Makes you more afraid, right? <laughs> the last thing I'm going to do is trust, uh, you know, a, a politician in Washington. The story is now, believe it or not, is they have information that Russia wants to send up nuclear missiles into space and point it at us. Now, there isn't a whole lot of detail as to exactly when they're going to do this, how they're going to do this, what we would do in response 
whether we would try to stop it, whether we could stop it, whether that could lead to all kinds of mayhem. But that seems to be um, it, it's related to Russia and it's related to this type of nuclear space technology. And so you'll just have to live with that for a while. When we come back, we'll tell you about the grandfather uh, in Highland, out in San Bernardino County, who gets shot after accidentally backing his car into another woman's vehicle. He didn't honk at her. And this is why, you know, if you have even a minor incident on the roadway, maybe you should just take off. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM640. On from one until four, and then after four o'clock, you could hear the show as a podcast. John Cobelt show on demand. Uh, we played uh, just a few minutes ago a little bit of the press conference in Kansas City. There was a major shooting today at the Chiefs victory parade, and Deborah has more details now about what was revealed. Okay, so what we know now is that twenty-two people have been hurt. One person has been killed. 
we were saying for a while the two people were in custody. Well, now police have three people in custody, and there's many people that have been taken to the hospital. So again, one person has been killed, 22 others have been hurt, and three people have been taken into custody for the shooting. Do we know how many people were shot out of those injured? 22 people have been hurt. I'm yeah. assuming 22 people have been shot. But yeah. Who knows? CNN, Maybe they were. CNN said that 22 gunshot wound victims. Yeah. 20. Also, we've seen reports that there are some victims that were minors. Right. Yeah, several children. Yeah. Because I, I wondered if if there was a stampede and, and more people got hurt and if they were included in the total as well. Well, I think the 22 were, as Eric said, they they were shot, but multiple people have been taken to hospital. So I'm assuming yeah. they, they were injured during the people running around like crazy trying to get away from the gunshots. Yeah, uh, the networks are running lots of video, obviously a lot of cameras there at the scene. And there's a video of uh, one of the detainees uh, getting tackled by some of the fans in the crowd, chasing this guy down and and tackling him. So it's uh, really, really chaotic. And we have no idea who these three people are at this point. Uh, at least they're not, the police are not telling us right now or why they carried out this attack. They allegedly carried out this attack. It's unusual that it's three. Yeah. There could be more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I mean they had thousands and thousands of people there. I just saw a... Uh, an aerial shot, uh, just an enormous crowd. Uh, I suppose this was destined to happen. Well, it's, this is a special day, right? Celebrating the Kansas City Chiefs win. It's also, right, Ash Wednesday and yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Really? You're yeah. going to do something like this today? Yeah, that's the day they pick to mow down uh, innocent people at a crowd. All right, when more comes, uh, we'll pass it along to you. Uh, here's another sign that you can't even go to Walmart. There's uh, uh, this this happened a week ago, but it just became news today. I don't know why. Jonathan Malk, a 59 year old man, was was shot to death in Highland in San Bernardino County. He had to run some errands a week ago when he accidentally backed his car. It was a Chevy Camaro into another woman's car who was leaving her parking spot. Now, it was a minor impact. It was. Just a scratch, but the woman, Sean Tease Norton, S H A W N T E C E, I don't know how to say that. Sean to say, Norton uh, had a scratch on the vehicle. Malk got out of the car to apologize. Norton stepped out of her car and shot him in the face and killed him. She was tracked down and arrested 12 hours later, charged with murder. George Gascon's response was, you arrested her? This, and this poor guy was killed. Um, oh, a special allegation, not only murder, but uh, intentional use of a firearm. Uh, Malk um, worked as a mechanic at Carrie's Fine Automobiles. His friends and family said he loved cars, but he was pronounced dead at the scene. They say he probably would have fixed the car for nothing. And... I, and people wonder why this, this stuff happens. Because you get the predictals. Like, why would anybody be so upset? People are on really bad drugs now. I don't think it has sunk in. So much bizarre behavior has gotten normalized because you see it all day, every day. And it's on TV every night. Is the drugs are make everybody violent and psychotic. This is the, the meth. This is uh, the uh, PCP that they're on. 
all kinds of mixtures uh, of bad drugs. See, the fentanyl and the heroin makes you drowsy and puts you out. The meth makes you crazy and insane. And there's all kinds of different concentrations and variations of the mixture because you have these uh, amateur chemists all over Southern California and in Mexico creating it in their in their trailers, in their bathrooms, bathtubs. And, and there's these um, synthetic chemicals that are shipped from China to Mexico. A lot of it's processed in Mexico and then come over Biden's open border. And so when you see somebody jump out of a car and blow off somebody's head because they suffered a minor dent, that's what it is. That's what's going on. It's gotten so bad in Oakland that Newsom is blasting the Oakland mayor, Sheng Tao. As you know, he has sent in the California Highway Patrol, and he's also sent in a team of state prosecutors because there's so many people who, didn't, who don't get prosecuted because they have a, a, a crazy district attorney there, a Gascon-like DA called Pamela Price, and she won't prosecute anyone. So Newsom has sent in these prosecutors. They've sent in CHP. It's completely lawless. He's in such a bind because this poor bastard wants to be president so badly. And the current president obviously is dying right in front of our eyes. Newsom knows there's an opportunity real soon, but he's got a dreadful state bursting with crime and homelessness. And a lot of it's from his policies, laws that he promoted, that he signed. He created this monster going back to when he was mayor of San Francisco. And now the monster has finally matured into a full-blown terror just at the moment he thought he was going to be president. So now he's lashing out at the mayor of Oakland. And why? Because Newsom had put aside $267 million to go after smash and grab retail crime and Sheng Tao for some reason didn't bother to fill out the paperwork in time. It actually missed the application deadline. Can you imagine being mayor of a major city here in California and you're massively overrun by crime? You hear there's tens of millions of dollars available if you just fill out this form and she doesn't fill out the form because we don't know. And this pissed, uh, this pissed Newsom off. Now, remember, Oakland is the place where all the major sports teams have moved out. <laughs> where companies like Hertz tell their customers, don't gas up on the way to Oakland Airport. You're, you, you're, you're probably going to get robbed and you might get killed. You get people, uh, you get restaurants closing up. Denny's is closing. And for the first time in 75 years... In-N-Out is closing a restaurant in Oakland because of the crime. Um, the NAACP, of all organizations, has blasted the soft-on-crime DA in Oakland. Newsom apparently went nuts, and this is from Robert Harris of the NAACP. Uh, the governor brought it up one, two, three times. He talked about the missed deadline, and 10 minutes later, he had said the same thing over again. And he was yelling directly at 
Cheng Thao. It's a woman. He's yelling at her to her face. We've made that available to you and you didn't file. But it doesn't say if she had a response or she just took it. The Denny's that closed had been open for 54 years. Can you imagine? This is not the first in and out to close because of crime. This is the first in and out ever to close since the first in and out was built. And Newsom claims CHP has arrested dozens of criminals just in the last week, except they need to be prosecuted. And you have to have laws that force the prosecution and force the prison terms. See, there's so many layers to it. They dismantled every single component of the justice system. So you got to arrest. You got to put them away on bail or they're going to disappear. You got to prosecute them. And then you've got to put them in prison. And because Newsom's crowd dismantled everything, oh, bad timing to run for president. I don't know if you saw yesterday, but a good chunk of the country doesn't even think Oakland, doesn't even think California is America anymore. They don't recognize California as part of this country. It's like one of those uh, Soviet Union outposts. I think they called them oblasts. Oblasts were these uh, little uh, administrative divisions, which were either on the edge of the Soviet Union or actually isolated, tucked between other countries. It's just areas of territory that the Soviet Union conquered and created little mini-states out of to give them some kind of strategic advantage. And they're called oblasts. That was, that's what California is. It's a Soviet oblast. It's no longer run according to American values. More coming up. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. This is like a tour of like stupid progressive ideas, right? We just had a stop in Oakland where the mayor there got reamed out by Gavin Newsom because she didn't apply for her share of the millions of dollars Newsom was offering to go after the smash and grab robbers. The mayor up there, Sheng Tao, really doesn't want to prosecute criminals. She won't even take free state money. So, and the prosecutor up there, the DA, Pamela Price, even if they were arrested, Pamela Price is not going to press any charges. So <laughs> he's trying to give money to the mayor, Sheng Tao. He's trying to give state prosecutors to the local DA, Pamela Price, and he's also sending in the CHP to do some arrests. It's, it's crazy. Well, stupid progressive ideas in New York City. Eric Adams, the mayor, he's now crying that New York City has run out of room. He was promoting their sanctuary city status until hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens took him up on it. And he told... He told this story to Fox Nation. Let's play the clip. What happens when there's no more room? I mean, we're almost at capacity now, right? No, no, we're there. We're not just saying we're out of room as a soundbite. We're out of room, literally. People are going to be eventually uh, sleeping on the streets. Okay, what would it take for you to close the front door? I don't have the authorization to tell people they can't come into New Why York City. Why not? It's against the law. Even if someone commits a crime repeatedly, we can't even turn them over to ICE. I know, we see that. There are crimes that are going on in the city that are migrant-related. 
And there's no talk about that at all. Why not? Why can't the NYPD notify ICE? The law states that we cannot notify ICE. That's, I cannot break the law and enforce the law. I can't deport. I can't stop people from coming in. Repeated criminal behavior, I can't report to, to ICE for deportation. So there's certain things I can't do. Can you even believe you're hearing this stuff? The law states, this is what the progressives in New York did. They passed a law that says they can't turn over illegal aliens who are committing all these crimes. They can't turn them over to ICE. They're prevented from it. And in New York, they don't even jail these guys and put them on bail at least. So they're not jailed. They're not turned over to ICE. And every day they're going out and committing more crimes. Well, he asked him in. He asked him to, to come to the city, offered sanctuary status. All right, Conway's here. All right, we're gonna do something a little heavier than that today, like the uh, you know, got some other news going. On. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we got a horrible, horrible story coming out of uh, Kansas City. Of course, the shooting at the parade. You, know, you can't even enjoy a parade anymore. No, you know? can't enjoy anything. Lunatics. Uh, at least one person was dead. Twenty-two hurt in the shooting. And Kansas City just wanted to celebrate the NFL championship, and that's gone in the toilet. Lyft shares are up 62% over a typo in the company's earnings. <laughs> Somebody had a typo in their earnings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it went up 62%. <laughs> so they, I think they added an extra zero. Uh, so instead of like... You know, hundred million, it was a yeah, billion, yeah. or ten billion, it was a hundred billion. Oh, I know somebody that happened to. They <laughs> Is that put, right? They accidentally put in an extra zero on a deduction, right? And the IRS did an audit. <laughs> so it was a typo. <laughs> what? A typo? Yeah. <laughs> did that house? Did that happen in your house? <laughs> huh? No, no. No. We we have we have an official to uh, inspect. Our oh, that's great, man. That's that's a great story. And then Gen Z men are buying their girlfriends. Lego flowers for Valentine's Day. My kind of romantics. Lego flowers. Yes. Yeah. And my the, kind and, of guys. And the girls are happy with the Lego flowers? You know, I John. I want to see that. I want to see part two of that story. John, I have a very good friend uh, who went to get uh, married. And um, his last name is not Conway. And he went to his future father-in-law and said, what makes your daughter really happy? You've known her for 30 years. What makes her really happy? And the father-in-law looks at him right in the eye and goes, nothing. <laughs> Conway's next. <laughs> Crozier's got the news uh, live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.